Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Dynasty After Dark. I'm your host, Calvin Timms. You can find me over on Twitter at TDC underscore Calvin. I'm back with my co-host, Dale. Find him on Twitter at Dynasty underscore Dale. Unfortunately, we were supposed to have a guest. We were supposed to have Mike back at Nerdboy Takes. I think that's his Twitter handle. Um, you know, he was a great guest. Talked about the running backs with us, but conflict with the schedules wasn't able to get him back for this wide receiver one sorry for postponing this one so much we were really trying to get him back on but ultimately it didn't work out but we're going to break it down for you guys here today so hopefully you guys are excited this week of free agency has been crazy i'm excited to get into that i think monday we're going to be coming out with a recap for a lot of the additional moves that have made go check out my part one video that came out just the other day recapping everything through the first couple days of free agency i think the night that i put that out and i recorded that after i finished recording there was the david montgomery signing there was the miles sanders signing so there's been a lot of movement even since that video and there's a lot of guys that are are finally becoming fantasy relevant so we're going to talk over that and the impacts of that and i think that's going to be coming on monday so thank you guys for tuning in while you're here please Leave a like, subscription, comment on the video. Just helps with the algorithm. Um, we're trying to get this out to as many people as possible. And we've been pumping out content for you guys. Hopefully you've appreciated it. We love the feedback from you guys as well. So thank you guys for for doing all that. And yeah, I'm excited. Dale, you ready to get into this? I can't wait. It's been a couple of weeks, you know, since the, know, <laughs> the combine now. Yes. So it's yes. almost old news, but... Yeah, it's there's been a lot, man. There's been a lot of news in the last couple of days with all the free agent mm-hmm. signings. Any thoughts on free agency so far? Oh no, it's it's been absolutely crazy. Um, it's been crazy but slow. It's, yeah, it's, that's it's, fair. It's been it's it's been weird that, well, well, compared to year, in years past, like it's been. I mean, I mean, like last year and the year before, like it seemed like deals were getting done left and right. And, yep. and 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 players are changing teams all over, and it seems mm-hmm. like this is. I mean, it's been similar, but it's been a lot slower, and the money <laughs> feels a lot diff- yeah. different this year. Yep. No, I, so. definitely. I mean, I guess it's been pretty fast for the defensive players, <laughs> but yes, absolutely, for, uh, absolutely. The offensive guys, it's just definitely felt for like, like it's... all the running backs that have gotten released or or cut, I should say, you know, and 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 are free. It's 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 really interesting how teams value these players and are valuing yeah. more more of these defensive players and the offensive tackles and right, you know right. all these offensive linemen and, and stuff like that compared to the specialty players yep and that's one thing too and this will be the last thoughts here on the con or on the free agency before we jump into the combine but the one thing i'm i'm most surprised about is the contracts that these running backs are getting mm-hmm. and the receivers like they're just cheaper contracts you know much much cheaper <laughs> like two to, years ago every every receiver was getting 20 plus million a, a year mm-hmm. for three four years now it's like oh we'll barely barely give you 11 million for all these top receivers yeah, right now barely, so barely. i get it it's a down class but man still you think they'd be in at least the because of inflation and the salary cap and everything. You think they'd be at least in the fifteen million at this point, but mm-hmm. man, mm-hmm. they're they're skimping hard on these guys yes. right now. So, um, pretty crazy. But that said, we're going to jump into wide receivers from the combine. These rookies who aren't going to get paid anything for for what it's worth for a couple of years. Right. Hopefully, these yeah. guys are going to be getting those twenty million contracts here at the end of their rookie deals. But 
until then, we're going to break down some of these guys from the combine and talk through the risers and fallers. Now, there are a million wide receivers from the so combine, many. and yes. we are not going to go through all these guys, but we're going to go through some of them. And we're going to go through the biggest movers, um, starting at the top. So, you know, the number one guy for me going into this, and if you go watch the breakdown that we did way back when, it's been a while now, but my number one guy was going to be Jackson Smith and Jigba, JSN, mm-hmm. from Ohio State. Still remains my number one guy. He didn't run the 40 at the combine, but did positional drill, some other positional drills, um, weighed in. He six foot 196, just like we all thought. Solid um, wingspan, nothing crazy there. But man, the only real drills that he did were, you know, he did the um, vertical 35 inch. Fine. Mm-hmm. It's whatever. Solid. He yep. did the yep. uh, broad jump 10 foot five, which is fine. But mm-hmm. holy cow, his three cone and his his shuttle were flying, man. He is yes. one of the he put up record like almost not record times, record, but you know but what I mean? Like record breaking. They're they're. They're on pace. They're they're very close. We'll yeah, put it that way. They are. And, uh, you know, we talked about this with Darnell Washington with the tight ends. This is why we liked him a lot. He put up numbers similar to JSN, who was also flying. So, yeah, JSN, you know he has that agility, but he just kind of proved it. He doesn't really have the the long speed that some of these guys do, but, you know, even if he's a four five five four six guy, who cares? Cooper Cup ran a 4-7. Like, it doesn't matter. He's a good player. And I think that he's going to be the best wide receiver of this draft class by a mile. I think you're he's a he's a Jamar Chase, AJ Brown type of talent. And, you know, or a CD Lamb, one of these guys that are top players, Justin Jefferson, not quite that extent. You know, I don't think he's going to be those type of players, but Garrett Wilson, these guys that are top 10 guys in mm-hmm. Dynasty football. I think JSN is going to be one of those guys as well. So yeah, he's a good player. Very, very good player. Any thoughts on him? No, I a hundred percent agree with that. Um, actually something that like, um, that was said a couple of years ago, by like Chris Olave, I, I believe either Chris Olave or Garrett Wilson said that, said that, uh, Jackson Smith and Jigbo was the best player both in that of wide them receiver. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, did. yeah. So uh, they were, they were in an interview and, and the interviewee said of the three of you guys, which is the best wide receiver and both of them pointed at at jsn so yes yeah so no i'm very excited for him i i i actually have him in a a tier of his own because i think he's gonna be by far the best of this bunch and i feel he has very solid skills yep you know he's 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 just fundamentally sound yep and it helps that he went to a place that kind of kind of prepped him enhanced yeah yeah enhanced the, the the natural talents that he has so yep. you know um i'm very excited for him i i don't really care where he goes because i know he's going to be great so. yep all right so we're not going to harp on him too much again i think he's really really good so yes, um we'll 100%. touch on we'll briefly go past him we're, we'll get into some of these other guys quentin johnson is my number two still i had him number two before mm-hmm. uh, before the combine i did have a bigger draft of of guys here in the top but these guys, you mentioned it, you have Jason in the tier of his own. Quentin Johnson 
and JSN are the only guys that I have in a tier at the top of this draft. I do think Quentin Johnson is going to be a special player at the next level. There's been a lot of videos coming out lately. You saw it at the Combine. Everyone's calling him a body catcher, and, oh, that's his biggest thing. He's afraid to go and get the ball. And, like, everything he's been putting out is just him hands catching nonstop. And he had the highlight catch at the Combine. So I just think that Quentin Johnson – Again, he's a big dude, 602. He's mm-hmm. the one he's one of the few guys in this draft that has massive size and the production to go with it. So six foot two, two oh eight, um, six foot two and a half, I guess, but a forty and a half inch broad jump, a mm-hmm. massive or uh, sorry, vertical jump, and then a massive broad yeah. jump. Didn't do a lot of the yeah. testing, but we'll see if they do any of it at his pro day, whenever that is. I I'm not following pro days, to be honest yeah. with you. I've got better stuff to do in my life. So um, if I can see them on Twitter, I'll, I'll update these numbers. But yeah, I think that he's, we saw the on the field work and I think Quentin Johnson mm-hmm. is still going to be a very, very good player. That's why I have him up here in tier one for me. Yeah, no, I, I, I also agree with that. Like he's in the top of tier two for me. Um, I, I, th- I think the big thing with him is that, is that like, he didn't measure as, as tall as, as, as we, as we thought he was going to be, cause we sure. thought he was going to be more in the six, four range, but I mean, that right. still doesn't matter. He's still this giant human being who can, who can pluck a ball out of the sky, you know? Sure. So, you know, I'm, I'm not worried about that. I mean, I think, I think his biggest knock, like what you were saying was that he was a body catcher, but I think that had a lot to do with Max Dugan. Yeah. And, yeah. He's and not more, the most more of his abilities. Yeah. Right. 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 So he, he, and, and plus he played in a different scheme, you know, so yep. I'm not really worried about that. I'm more worried how, how he did with the drills and he, he and, and like he did very well with the drills. So I'm not worried about him. Um, so I'm very excited for him, but you know, like I do have him a little bit, a little bit lesser than you in, in the fact that, you know, I think he's going to be good, but I don't think he's going to be the elite player that JSN will be. Sure. I actually think he has a very good chance of being the number one wide receiver drafted in this draft. hundred percent. hundred percent. Unless the bears do the fun thing and take him in nine. I just think that Quentin Johnson's probably going to be the one that goes first, but it'll be fun to watch. These two are the only ones I think are, are maybe, Maybe one of these other guys. So you talked about it. Quinn Johnson is the top of your tier two, bottom of my tier one. Mm-hmm. For me, the top of tier two is going to actually be Jalen Hyatt. And I think Jalen Hyatt actually did really, really, really well at the combine. Um, I think that he did better than people expected of him. And I know that there was a lot of uh, mm-hmm. speculation about it, but he came in the one downside, the one knock instantly right off the bat. He came in a little bit lighter than what we expected. And, you know, he was listed at 185 at Tennessee, actually came in at 176, same height, ironically, but just a little bit tinier than or lighter than what we kind of expected. Did run a 4-4 flat um, for his 40, a 1-5 10 yard split, which is pretty quick. That is very elite mm-hmm. yeah. um, burst off the off the line. 40-inch vertical, very, very good there. You know, we're just praising Quentin Johnston, who's a big dude. Um, Jalen Hyatt is a smaller guy. I think that once he gets to the NFL and puts on a little bit of muscle, realistically, in probably two years, three years' time, he might slow down a, a touch, but he would probably pack on about 10, 11 pounds of weight. He'll probably, you know, be six foot 186. That's like OBJ. That's some of these more, you know, CD Lamb, some of these guys. 
I don't, I'm not that concerned that he's a little small now. He has the size at least. He's six foot tall, which you do like to see that. Um, and you do, we knew we had the explosion, right? And we just kind of proved that at the combine with those, those numbers as well. So, um, you know, people are knocking him cause he did have a four, four, but man, it's still quick. It is still very, it, very it, fast. It is still fast. No, I, I agree. I mean, I, I was more bummed that he didn't run in the, in the, in, in the low four threes, like, like some people right. were saying he was going right. to do, I mean, I mean, I was, I, that's kind of what I thought he was going to run, you know, yeah, especially coming in a little bit lighter. Too, blazing. Right? Yes. Yeah. So, um, I, I get the Jalen Hyatt hype. I don't, I'm, I'm kind of out on him. Like I, I feel he is last year's Jamison Williams. Um, you know, I, I feel they have a very similar skill set. Like they are these deep threat guys. Sure. And, you know, I feel those guys are extremely volatile in my opinion. You know, like, you know, like it's nice having the, the, it's a really good boom weeks, but you can also have where you have nothing. Yep. And, yep. you know, we'll and see. that, that, yep. and, and that's what really worries me. I, 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 I think he's more of a one trick pony compared to these other guys. So. Yeah. That's so, the, and that's the one question, right? Like that's a fair mm-hmm. criticism, um, by you, but you know, when Tennessee is routinely i just don't want to double knock him right because tennessee is is you universally knocked for having a very simple and basic offense right Mm -hmm. and it works really really well um so you know he wasn't really asked to do more can he do more possibly we just don't know yet so i i do understand your your hesitation there and i i fully understand that um, the next guy here is going to be Jordan Addison and he actually fell down a little bit for me. He was in my tier one before, but you know, I'm, I'm nervous about this guy, man. He came in about the same size, uh, an inch shorter and two pounds lighter than what he was listed at. But mm-hmm. man, he ran a four, four, nine. That is, and I get it. Yeah. It's still fast. It's very, very fast. But when you're that small, man, like, we're just talking about Jalen Hyatt. At least he ran a four four flat, right? That's almost a tenth of a second slower for Jordan Addison. Much slower in the ten yard split. Thirty uh, four inch vertical. You know, a ten foot two broad. Not really that that great in the explosion numbers. I just, I, if it wasn't for all the tape, you know, that's where I don't want to overreact on Jordan Addison. So he's still a top four. He's still my number four mm-hmm. guy, but I do think there is a tear break between him and the top guys now. Um, you know, where before he was my number four guy, but still in tier one, I just, I'm a little nervous about that. I, I need to see it in the NFL. And again, maybe mm-hmm. in a couple years, he can be around 185 with some added muscle and everything. But you know, you really were hoping to see that speed a lot higher. And I think he bowed out. Um, he, I think he said he had a back cramp after the 40 or something, mm-hmm. and he didn't do any of the other on-the-field workouts. So, you know, maybe that 40, his agent told him to to call it a day or something. But yeah, um, we'll see it at the pro day. I don't, I don't think they've had their pro day yet. So maybe he can kind of improve on some of these numbers and, and solidify himself as a top three guy. But – I've still seen people have him as their number one guy, and it's just I I'm not sold. I am not sold on Jordan Addison. He's smaller and he's not explosive. That that's that's kind of a a red flag for me. He does have production, but again, USC they don't play the best competition every single year, right? And then who was he with before? Um, Pitt, Pittsburgh. Right? Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. So Pittsburgh um, with Kenny Pickett. Yeah. So 
it, I'm just a little nervous on him. Still like him, but I need to see the NFL draft reaffirm that people still believe in him at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I understand all those fears. Um, I mean, I, I actually have him in the same tier as uh, Quentin Johnson in tier two, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I still believe in the talent. And, you know, I, I think he's going to do just fine. Um, I think he was maybe coming in maybe a little injured. Maybe he Possibly. was over yep. o- overdoing stuff, you know, and, and, he, and, he, and he may have tweaked something. So, you know, you know, you know the talent is there. Sure. And I feel I feel he's very solid. And he's and he's probably going to show out on his pro day, which happens to be this this coming Tuesday. OK. Um, All right. Hopefully he can is, do something. Is, is, Hopefully. Is, is, yeah. Yeah. So. So. um I think he's going to be fine on his pro day. Like he's probably going to, you know, come out just run some simple drills and just kind of do like what he was supposed to do at the combine. So, you know, I, I understand those concerns and I feel for a lot of people that he did fall because of his, I, well, of his weight and stuff like that, which I, mm-hmm. which, which that was a trend I noticed, you know, like for a lot of guys that, that they didn't weigh out. What it's a we small class, man. It, yes. It is so small. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I'm not super worried about that because there are some success stories, you know, like, you know, I've been comparing him to, I've been comparing him to like Devonta Smith this whole time. And, 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 and that's kind of what I think his path to success is going to be is in that role and not really, you know, being the outside receiver that like Quentin Johnson is going to be. Sure. All right. So the next, the last two guys here in tier two for me, um, and you know, we're going to talk about these guys kind of together because they're, they're almost polar opposites <laughs> in terms of, of play style. Right. Yeah. So it's going to be Josh Downs from North Carolina and Xavier Hutchinson from Iowa state. So the reason why I call them polar opposites, Josh Downs, five, nine, one seventy one, um, whereas Xavier Hutchinson is six foot two, two Oh three. So you know, totally different builds and everything. The Josh Downs, I think, has the potential to be a very, very good slot player for the NFL. And when it comes to fantasy football, you know, if he goes to a good team and you're in a PPR league like most people out there, I think that there's a very real chance that he could be an Amon Ross, St. Brown type of player. Not, not as good, but um, I think there's, you know, that's his his path to success. He has a very real chance if he goes to a good place. We'll see where the NFL kind of values him. But, you know, on the flip side, though, Xavier Hutchinson, I like this guy a lot. And I think people are starting to rise on him a little bit post-combine. But you look at these two guys, right? Josh Downs ran a 4.4840. Jo- Xavier Hutchinson is like 30 pounds heavier than him, a little bit bigger, and ran a 4.53. So, you know, five five hundredths of a second is that what that adds out to be right so um i think xavier hutchinson is is very underrated these guys ran i mean i will say josh downs ran a very very quick 10 yard split which means he slowed down quite a bit on the back half Mm -hmm. and uh xavier hutchinson picked it up on the back half so you know a little bit of a difference there very Mm -hmm. good vertical jump by downs 38 and a half 36 for hutchinson um, the broad Hutchinson did not do very well on that. No, Whereas, you know, um, Josh, Josh Downs did, he's very explosive in those regards. He didn't do any of the short shuttles or in the, the agility drills, but you know, four, four, three, five, it's not the best, but six, nine, one is pretty good for, 
um, that number as well. So he's not the most agile player, Xavier Hutchinson, but I think this guy's a very well-rounded player. He's one of the few players in this draft that actually can play on the outside and be successful. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think that, you know, conversely, Josh Downs can be a very, very good slot player for the NFL. I don't, I think he would struggle on the outside pretty heavily in the NFL. So two guys that are kind of, like I said, polar opposites, but they're the last two here in tier two for me. Yeah, no, I, 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 I agree that they are polar opposites. Um, I was, I mean, I was more concerned about Xavier Hutchinson's, you know, broad and uh, vert, you know, like, you know, how was mean, fine. I, 36 I, is, is I mean, solid. I mean, it's, it's not, I mean, but like, but like, I mean, it is solid, but like, I'm more, you know, like just with his explosiveness, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think, I think with him, I mean, but he is only six two. like, I mean, it's, 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 it would be different if he was like, you know, like six, seven or something, you know, right. so, you know, it's, it's, right. it's, it's something of that nature, but you know, I, I've always been weary of Iowa state, uh, uh wide receiver since like his broad uh, was bad, like, man. I won't lie. His broad was really, really bad, but you know, that's one of those ones where if you don't train it, eh, you know, you, yeah, you can, yeah, you can yeah. mess yeah, that yeah, up. No. Pretty, yeah, pretty and, 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 and I get that, but you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not nearly as high as Xavier Hutchinson on Xavier Hutchinson as you are. You know, mm-hmm. I have other players that you have in the next, in, in, in your next tier. Um, sure. Like I would, I would much rather have, you know, um, I, I mean, I mean for fantasy, especially, you know, I, I think Hutchinson is more of an outside guy. He's probably yep. going to be a jump ball guy compared to these other guys that are going to be PPR monsters. Yeah, you know, we'll see. You know, we'll you, see. You, you know, in, I think Hutchinson opinion, so. has what it takes, man, to be an alpha. I really do. But, um, but we, we will see. You know, you do like to see a little bit more than that explosion. But, um, yep. yeah, Josh Downs is going to be interesting. He is very, very yes, explosive. He, he can be a very, yes. very elite slot yes. player at the next level. Um, all right, so tier three, and this is where the most movement ha- movement happened from last time. So last time I did have. Xavier Hutchinson at the top of my tier three, he's bumped up one spot to bottom of tier four from, or tier two for me. I do. I did move Zay flowers up here to the top of tier three for me. And he's someone that I know a lot of people are much higher on. The one thing with Zay flowers for me is I'm just not sold, man. Like he came in five on five, nine, one eighty two, solid weight, solid size. He's smaller. I get it. Um, four, four, two, but here's the thing, everything he's doing 35 and a half inch vert, 10 foot seven broad, very explosive player, but dude, it's Boston college. Like I get it. I understand it, but I'm just not completely sold that he's going to be able to do all this at the next level. And, you know, I get it. It's a, it's a good story for this guy. And I'm giving him respect by moving him up before I had him in, in the top of tier four, moved him up a whole mm-hmm. tier, you know, top of tier three here. But I've seen a lot of people saying he should be, you know, top three wide receiver in this draft class. And I, I just cannot get behind that. Like, I just don't think he's going to be as successful as a lot of people at the next level. So that's my my only thing on Zay Flowers. I think he's good. He's fun. But I just don't think he's going to be that great. That is that's that's fair but i actually have him on top of my tier three as my wide receiver four in this draft i love zay flowers i have loved him since the beginning and i just keep getting (laughs) like 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 my love for him just keeps growing so you know you know i I understand the competition thing but Mm -hmm. but like he played the same competition that josh downs did 
So, you yeah, know, in, but in, Downs in, was in, more in productive. The though. That's the thing, you know. But, 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 but also Josh Downs had Drake May, and he had you know Sam Howe to play with. Compared to and... Zay Flowers, had had like I think his name was Nurkovich or something like that. Yeah. In, in, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, I you get know, it. So, I get it. So, so. So, you know, I, I, I feel Zay Flowers plays hard. I, you know, I, I, I really like players that play hard and play like, play like they have so much to lose, you know? Yeah. And, and, and that's really where I feel Zay Flowers, you know, gets it for me. And, you know, I, 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 th- I think he's going to do pretty well. Like it might take him a little bit to kind of adjust to, you know, going up the middle, like against some of these, crazy athletic uh linebackers you know mm-hmm. that are going to plow him over with him being you know five nine and sure how you know how how however much he weighed but you know I'm, I'm i'm still really excited for him you know i i i think he's a good story and he's and, he, and he's going to do well yeah for me it's just the size thing too like yeah. he's five nine if he's going to the slot he's the same size you know josh downs is a little bit smaller than him but you know mm-hmm. there's the story that i think zay flowers has been working all offseason with that train that that um mm-hmm. that training group or whatever their name is yeah. and and he's packed yep. on a lot of weight. He was listed on at um Boston College at 172. So same size as Josh Downs is now, but right. yeah, he's he's been able to bulk up, you know, and that's good that he's still mm-hmm. able to run that fast with the 442 yep. while bulking up. So props to him for that. I just think that Personally, though, I would rather have Josh Downs if I'm taking a slot wide receiver than him. That's fair. And that's, that's the only that's thing, you know, like that. I just think that Josh Downs was more productive against similar competition. Maybe he had a better quarterback, granted. But, yep. you know, I just think that he's more explosive as well. And I think that he could also bulk up a little bit, you know, the same as same as um, Flowers here. So, yeah. We'll see. We will see how the NFL values these guys. It's very real possibility mm-hmm. that Flowers could be a first round pick. Well, I know a lot of people have mocked him there. I so. would not yeah, I would not be surprised if he is with right. with how with how his stock has been rising, which I mean I, I, I could see I, I, I really think he's better set for a day two pick. Yeah. You know, I agree. personally yep. Yep. round three or something is yeah. where I'd be yeah. willing to take him. Yeah, I I I would I, I would say round two but you know yeah maybe i mean maybe he might have solidified himself with the the weak draft class and the weak rookie class yeah. but yeah. um another guy though polar opposite again to Zay flowers this guy's jumped up and we i did mention mm-hmm. him on the last one and after going back and rewatching him a little bit cedric tillman from tennessee jalen hyatt's teammate and I like this guy a lot. I really, really do. Similar to Xavier Hutchinson. The only thing that's got me down on him is just the injury concerns, man. Like mm-hmm. he's he's a fifth year like super senior essentially because of injury. He lost two seasons to injury completely. And that's always risky when you're coming from college, right? Like, um, you know, you prefer your college players to not have a massive injury history just yeah. because yeah. It, you know if they get it in the NFL, there's the trainers and all that stuff, but maybe he's finally healthy. Maybe when he plays, he's very good, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's just a big risk on the injuries. But I mean, six Oh three, um, six foot three, two thirteen. Like he's one of those big dudes. He's got a massive wingspan, four, five, four, same as, um, Zay, um, Hutchinson, like mentioned before, 37 inch vert, you know, one inch more than Hutchinson, up above 10 foot eight broad. So pretty solid numbers there looks good on the field when he was running the drills there, 
So I like this guy. I did jump him up quite a bit. Um, I think that he's got the talent, but there's you just have to balance the talent with the risk, right? And that's why he's in tier mm-hmm. three for me. If this guy you knew he was going to be healthy, he'd be a solid tier two player just based on his size and what he can do with the ball in his yeah. hands. But you got to knock him just a tiny bit for the you know the injury history. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I I I I I also moved him up quite a bit as well and i think he's a fun player but mm-hmm. you know just like what you were saying like he has to stay on the field yep um yep. and and th- that's the biggest thing um and you know i i think he's going to be another another day two guy and i i i feel it's going to be interesting where he lands and what his role is going to be because you know i i i mean i mean like with most of these guys like it, it's it's the team fit and stuff mm-hmm. like that so you know, I think that's going to be him. And, and then hopefully like he goes somewhere that has a really good um, training staff and not like, yep. you know, like the chargers or the commanders. Cause yeah. you know, like he feels like a fourth round of, pick to be honest with you. And yeah. you know, maybe he can do something good with that, but right. Maybe someone takes a shot at him because of the size. Again, it's a small Absolutely. class. Um, Absolutely. The last guy here. Well, no, sorry. I got two guys left in tier three. This guy, I, he was in tier three, still my number nine player has not moved at all for me. I love this player. I think he's very, very underrated. Marvin, Min, Marvin Mims Jr. from Oklahoma, 5'11", 183, um, one pound less than what he was listed at. And, you know, when you're looking at it, 5'11 is good size. That's solid size mm-hmm. in terms of height. So that means he can play outside. I'm not too worried about that. 183 is a little small. Maybe he can get up to 190 um, after like a year in the league or so, and that would be great. This dude ran a blazing 438, which is awesome to see. This guy's fast. We all knew he was quick, so we're not trying to double count that. But, you know, when you got guys like Jalen Hyatt and Jordan Addison really underperforming in the 40, it's nice to see someone like Marvin, Marvin Mims really do what you expected him to do. Um, so four, three, eight, one, five, five, uh, 10 yard split, 39 and a half inch vert, um, 10 or yeah, 10 foot nine. And then he did the, the shuttle, not the best in, in those numbers, but could be worse. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. On, on Mims, like, I, I do like him as well. You know, I, I, I mean, um, I think for him that his, 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 if, if, if he was a couple inches taller, I think he would be like probably like our number, you know, four, three, four <laughs> wide receiver at this point, right. you know, honestly. So, or know, just like I, 10 I pounds heavier, a, man. Like if he was yeah, just a yeah, little even, bit bigger, even, even that, you know? So, I mean, I think that's the only thing that he has against him yep. and, and with him playing at Oklahoma, like he did play with good quarterbacks. Like he had Caleb Williams for half a year. Like he did play mm-hmm. with Spencer, Spencer Rattler for a little bit. You know, I'm not, I'm not the big Spencer Rattler fan, but he is better than, some of these quarterbacks that these guys played with. So, you know, you know, so, I mean, I, I do like him. I think he's very fast. Like he has good hands. So, you know, I'm, I'm very excited for him to be a, uh, be a uh, Dallas Cowboy. Yeah. And, and pairing him up with CD lamb, which I yeah. think that would be. No, fun. that'd be fun, man. Like I, I just yeah. think that he's being, he was very, very productive at Oklahoma and, and like almost yeah. nobody talks about this guy. Right. So um, yeah. that's the only thing I just want to, highlight him because i think Mm -hmm. he's being he's being overlooked right now and i don't think it's fair um so still number nine here but the biggest the last guy here in this tier 
The biggest faller for me after this combine is going to be Keishon Boutte. Um, Agreed. He's probably going to fall even further uh, after the draft. You know, I don't know if anybody's really even going to spend much capital on him at this point in time. But he came in at 5'11", 195, so even smaller than listed. You know, he was listed at six foot two hundred five, so he came in light. He ran slow, four five flat. It's not terrible, you know. It's not terrible, but when you come in at one ninety five and you're only running a four five, that's not great. But here's the real kicker: he he had a twenty nine inch vert. Terrible. Oh, um, oh. You know, we're we're knocking Xavier Hutchinson for his, but he was only two inches shorter than than Butte here, who had a what is it a, a nine foot eight or nine foot ten um, mm-hmm. vert there. So it's just. It's not looking great. Um, he was kind of slow in his in his three cone, so there just wasn't a lot that went well for Keishon Butte. Then you you couple in the attitude issues, the off the field stuff, and it's just it's very nerve wracking for mm-hmm. Butte. So um, I still think there's a lot of talent there. I really do, but I don't know if he's got his head on straight. I don't know if he prepared well enough for the combine. And to me, it's just all screams lack of effort and mm-hmm. you know that's something where i'm gonna knock him and there's nine guys i'd rather have in front of him i mean i would be willing to take a shot on him in the third round maybe of my rookie drafts but yeah we'll see where the nfl values this guy and if they they still believe in him maybe i could uh be sold but as of right now i'm out on Boutte for the most part i agree i am fully out on Boutte. um i <laughs> After after his showing at the combine, you know, in his lack of effort, his lack of athleticism, you know, and and then pairing that with his um with his fairly length, I wouldn't say lengthy injury history, but like he has been injured the past couple of years, so um I'm fully out on him. I don't want him near my team. I I will not draft him. I'll I will draft. I will even draft Tank Dell over him. I don't care. <laughs> So, you know, you know, I'm fully out on Boutte. Like, I, 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 I think he, he could be a good wide receiver. Like, he has all the talent in the world. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just the athleticism. Yeah, it's the mental, there, right? Is, the mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, which is, I mean, I mean, I, I feel that's part of it. And the athleticism's not there, which we did see a little bit at LSU, but it was very much lacking and the preparation wasn't there for him. Yep. With you 100%. So that's the last of tier three for me. We're going to touch on my tier four guys quickly. Um, we're not going to go over them in too much depth here, but not a ton of movement. One guy did drop down, Parker Washington. I really like Parker Washington quite a bit. The one problem is he didn't do anything um, at the combine. He was injured. Yeah. He's still recovering. So he did do 16 benches, but that's about it. He weighed in, did 16 reps, and then called it a combine. So um, he's yeah. still recovering from an injury, so wasn't able to do anything. Hopefully at the at their uh, pro day, he can put up some numbers. You know, he came in 5'10", 204. That's solid size. I know he's more like a running back, and that's kind of the, the running joke, mm-hmm. but legit, he he's my Debo Samuel of this draft class. Like, I honestly think that that could be his role, um, but I did knock him down a tier just because – I want to see something from him, and I don't know if you're not going to perform at the combine, and it's probably going to impact his draft stock, and that's just mm-hmm. going to be a recipe for disaster there. Um, Rasheed Rice is another guy here, and I'll name a couple of these guys, and you can kind of give me your thoughts on him here. Mm-hmm. Um, Rasheed Rice from SMU, 
six foot one, two Oh four. So just a little bit actually bigger than what he would. No, Mm -hmm. he's the same size as what he was listed at basically. Um, four, five, one forty, one, four, nine, you know, 10 yard split, which is pretty good. 41 inch vert, which was great. Uh, you love to see that, but then a 10 foot eight broad, um, he was okay. Again, level of competition uh, production is kind of right. a concern for him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but I'm I'm still very excited about him. I'm I I I want to I want to be higher on him, and I think he has all the traits right that you want to see. You know, yep. all those athletic freak traits that right. that we like. Can you just do it, it against the just, next level, right? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Um. Next guy here, Trey Palmer, is another guy who had a pretty good. Uh, combine from nebraska six foot 192 so he's a pretty prototypical size um 43340 didn't really do any of the other testing i think he ran some of the drills and he looked solid on them but not a ton from him his production is interesting um but it's nebraska so what are you going to do there you know so Mm -hmm. he's someone that's that's jumped up boards he's climbing a little bit but we'll see what the draft holds for him coming up yeah yeah, no, I agree with that. You know, you know, I I, th- I think with him going to Nebraska, that probably hurt him as a wide receiver because they right. were so up and down in the past few years. So, you know, I I think I think he could be a good wide receiver. Like, he, you know, like overall, like he's a good route runner. He has strong hands. Sure. But you know how how is that speed and all those things going to translate when right. when you weren't as productive on, when you were on the field? Yep. Um, a couple other guys here, Tyler Scott. So I do have Rakeem Jarrett still there. Um, mm-hmm. Tyler Scott, yep. Cincinnati, 5'10", 177, 4'4", um, 39 and a half inch vert. So, and he had a, uh, what is that? Uh, 11 foot one broad, pretty solid nice. there. Yep. Explosive, yep. but you know, he's a little bit smaller from Cincy. So mm-hmm. we'll see what the draft holds for him, but just a name to, to kind of watch out for. He's climbing mm-hmm. boards a little bit there. Um, A.T. Perry from Wake Forest, you know, six foot, three and a half, 198. He's a big guy, 447, 35 inch vert, uh, 133 inch broad, which is a 11 foot two. And that's pretty good. Or, yeah, yeah 11, wait, no, 11 foot one. I can't do math. Um, but um, he's somebody that's climbing up boards. Rakeem Jarrett is another guy. I like him quite a bit, but again, size concerns a little bit. Six foot one ninety two. He's not terrible, but his his explosion numbers were a little bit lacking. Thirty five and a half inch vert, uh, ten foot three broad, four 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 forty. Um, the one guy. So this is just how ridiculous and it annoys me so much. Um, but the the absolute insanity that is. Um, PFF, right? Tank Dell. It's like their number three wide receiver in this this draft class is ridiculous. This dude, he's 5'8", 165, 165, and he ran a 4'5", a 4'49". He ran a 4'5 at 165, and he had a 120-inch broad jump. The dude has no explosion whatsoever whatsoever needs their wide receiver three like poor bleach in well, my eyes please well, well, well i will say that 
like in the ten yard split, like he did do really well in that. Not so, really one four nine. Like it's not even nine, that quick. That, that that's I mean I mean I mean compared to the wide receivers we see, you know, yeah, that's, that's one sixty five. That should be like one four like, five. Like it should be way faster. Like that's slow for I mean, that size. That size it takes so much less effort to get up to speed. You know what I mean? It should be quicker I mean, to get up to speed. I get it, but yeah, yeah, but no, I, 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 I agree with you. Like, I think people are way too high on Tank Dell. Like, I've been seeing him like you know mocked in like a, like even in the first rounds, you know, in some places, which is nuts to me. It's all PFF. So, it's crazy, right? So you know, I don't think it's going to be anything like that. He's he's going to be somebody to watch though, and and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's going to be interesting. So, yeah. But, yeah. Um, and then the last guy here, I just wanted to mention Andre Iosivas. I have no idea how to say this guy's last name, um, but he had a pretty good combine. Uh, four four three. He's a big dude, six foot three, two hundred five, um, thirty nine inch vert, ten foot eight broad, and pretty good three cone and shuttle timing. So. You know, he kind of surprised people a little bit there. Just a name to watch out for from Princeton. You know, not the not the the top t- level of talent there that he's going against, but just a name to watch out for. Yeah. Was there anybody that you wanted to call attention to? Um, I I th- I think that was pretty much it. Like 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 um yeah like, like I I I I ended up ranking like fourteen wide receivers in five tiers, and and you yep. pretty much nailed all of them. So. Okay. You know, I mean, honestly, so, I mean, I mean, just, uh, just to wrap it up, but like, it seems like the biggest loser of the draft was obviously Keishon Boutte. Yeah. Like he, he has fallen down, uh, people's lists. So, you know, and I, 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 I honestly think that that was the biggest takeaway that I had was that he wasn't as athletic and, and, right. and then, and then on the other side, like the, the biggest movers, you know, I don't, I don't really, in, in my opinion, you know, in my rankings, I feel that not a lot of people skyrocketed up like right. years past. Right. So. Yeah. At least for us, we were pretty, yeah. we were pretty yeah. on these guys early. I'd say yeah. Zay Flower is definitely moving up um, compared to yeah. pre, you know, end of the season, pre combine and everything. But yeah. um, he's the one guy. And I just, again, I can't put him in my tier two of guys, yeah. but I understand. No, but, I get that. no, he he is good. We'll see what the NFL thinks of yep. him as well. So, yep. um, but yeah, let us know your thoughts. Um, I'm losing my voice as we speak here, so we're gonna wrap it up there. Any last thoughts about the combine? Nope. All right. So, thank you guys for joining us. This concludes our you know NFL combine wrap up. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this, and we're going to do one more of these post-NFL draft. That's where things are really going to solidify for us. Um, Mm -hmm. That's going to be where, you know, we're going to try and, again, go through that with a calm mind because you're going to have Tank Dell probably go in the second round to some team, and it's going to be like, yeah, yeah, now you got to take him in the first round of your rookie drafts. No, you don't. No, no, you don't. (laughs) No, you don't. Uh, (laughs) What was the guy that the Rams took? Uh, What's his name? Tutu Atwell. Yeah, Tutu Atwell. 155 yep. pounds. Second round pick. Has to be good for fantasy, right? No. Yeah. Um, so well, 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 it's it's speaking of Tank though, like I've seen comparisons to him to like Tavon Austin. And yeah. like Tavon <laughs> Austin was, great, was right? a lot 
Yeah, no, he 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 was great at West Virginia, and yeah. he got picked. I think he got picked in the top ten by the Rams in 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 that draft, yeah. and he turned yeah. out to be only a punt return specialist, and that was it. Yep, if that. Yep. So yeah, you got to. There is a certain size threshold. Like again, yes, I'm not betting absolutely. on outliers size wise. Were there <laughs> negative outliers? Like same with Bryce yes. Young. Tank Dell's the same way. I, I'm willing to take take. Tank Dell in the fifth round of my rookie drafts, but that's about it. So, right. um, yeah, we'll see where the actual NFL draft values a lot of these guys. We could see a little bit more movement from them at that point in time, but yeah, the the I think the biggest takeaway from the combine is these guys are small for the most part. There's not a lot of size mm-hmm. in this year's rookie draft, and you know it just kind of leads to the the talks about it being a a lesser group of receivers than years past and i get it but i still think that there's quite a few gems they're going to be able mm-hmm. to shine here in the nfl so you know we'll we'll go through these guys here in a couple months we're only i think like three and a half or four and a half weeks away from the combine right at this or the draft at this point yeah yeah i, I well i i well it's 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 towards the end of april like i think it's the last weekend of april is when it is so so, so probably about five weeks away. Yeah, I know. We were, we're less than 50 days. That's all I know. So yes. I think we're like 44 days or 43 days or something like that. So it's coming up quick and it's coming up quick. And we're going to continue to give you guys a ton of content this entire off season. We're probably, you know, we're probably going to keep going hard until the NFL draft. And then post draft, we're going to start to pull it back a little bit. You know, we've been pumping out four episodes, maybe even five a week, last couple of weeks. And it's been a grind, but we're doing it for you guys. Again, there's so much to talk about nonstop every single week. And we love doing these, these videos, but yeah, I'm going to need to take a little mini break here soon. Yeah. I'm just, I'm falling apart over here. My voice is dying. I have, I have a cough for the last month. It's just killing me. You guys are killing me. So in, in return, I'm killing myself for you. If you could just leave a uh, like on the video down below, you know, or a comment or something, just something small. So hit us up on Twitter again at TDC underscore Calvin at Dynasty underscore Dale. If you have any questions, we're happy to help you guys. And I think we're going to be doing a roster breakdown, you know, uh, fix my roster here in the next couple of days, probably coming out next week. So make sure you guys tune in for that. And if you want your roster fixed, if you want some advice, hit me up on Twitter. I can do it in your DMS. I can talk you through it silently. I can do it on the podcast, whatever you guys want to see. I'm happy to go through that for you guys. So, um, yeah, thank you guys so much for joining us. Have a good night.